All right, y'all. So we are live. Good evening. Good evening. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board certified internist, host of the Real Physician Reacts. Now, if this is your first time catching this live series, first of all, thank you. If you happen to be watching this on my YouTube channel, please remember to subscribe and like and share to like five different friends. If you're watching it on either uh, my Facebook page, I think I'm also broadcasting it in my Lunch and Learn group. Definitely appreciate you for sticking in and joining this evening. Today, we are going to be talking about the monkeypox virus. And it's a question that I've been getting a lot over the past week and a half. Are we actually prepared for a monkeypox outbreak? Now, this is something that I did not think I would even have to touch on. I tell you, I did an, an introductory episode on monkeypox, uh, like the end of May, right? So if you're a Medicine Monday watcher or you listen to the podcast, we already have an episode kind of talking about what monkeypox is. And at the time, you know, when I was reading some of the cases, I said, you know what, let me just kind of educate the lunch and learn community just in case they start hearing this and this becomes something they need to know of. Now we fast forward at about six and six, yeah, almost two months uh, later, and here we are, uh, really having to know all about monkeypox. I can tell you on my social media platforms, in particular my TikTok platform, I have had to answer a lot of different questions associated with monkeypox. That again, I don't think a lot of people want. Uh, to have to ask, but they figure, you know what, the time is best now, right? So what we're going to do is first, let's do a quick little introduction for those, maybe if you did not catch uh, the episode we did in May, just do a quick introduction on what monkeypox is, and more importantly, why is it really a concern for us now, right? So I'm actually going to be checking out a few different websites uh, today. Uh, one is going to be the World Health Organization. Uh, the second is the CDC, and then we'll actually be perusing my TikTok page. I, I appreciate you if you go ahead and follow my TikTok, especially if you're on TikTok, which you should be um, at, at this time here. So let's take a look at the World Health Organization just so we can kind of get a general idea of what we're dealing with when we're talking about um, this monkeypox virus. All right, let's see here. So at monkeypox virus, again, I'm not going to have everyone read this. So I'm going to be doing a kind of a overview of what they're saying as far as the introduction. Uh, the monkeypox virus is a viral zoonosis, right, which essentially means that it's transmitted uh, from two humans from animals. Uh, and it's in the same family as smallpox. And we'll kind of talk about why I think that's important. And it's primarily primarily, again, make, make sure those are going to be the key words, primarily involved in resides in Central and West Africa. So why am I talking about it here in the United States? Let me uh, big myself up for a little bit. Uh, because within the past few weeks, we have had a significant outbreak uh, with monkeypox in parts that we should not be having a significant outbreak of monkeypox. And that is what's got Everyone, especially here in this country, kind of fluttered. And we'll talk about some of the numbers that, especially if you read the description, you know how many numbers um, as far as number of cases here in the United States in comparison to what COVID has done isn't a lot. But the concern is the fact that, hey, this is a new bug that we are not used to dealing with here that has a lot of people frantic. So uh, let me just switch back to our, our page here. 
Perfect. So again, monkeypox virus is a uh, double-stranded DNA virus, and it's, it notes the family that's in. And I think this paragraph is very important, right? Because what we know now, there's two strains of the monkeypox, the Congo Basin strain and the West African clod strain. Now, the Congo Basin strain, this is very important, is the more severe disease strain associated with monkeypox. Fortunately, at least at this moment, and I will knock on every wood available, fortunately, we have the lesser, less severe version right now causing the outbreak here in this country, which is the rest, uh, West African clod uh, strain. And even though it is called monkeypox, it was actually first derived in rodents and mice. Uh, but by the time, you know, we actually started diagnosing, it was like, okay, let's, um, uh, let's call it kind of monkeypox. So that's kind of the name is kind of a misnomer because that's not where it's primarily uh, derived from. And it kind of mentions some outbreaks of what's occurred. 1970 has been an issue. 2003 has been an issue. 2018 has been an issue. So we are not, it's not as if, let me big myself up. It's not as if this is a new phenomenon of having a monkeypox outbreak, but I think when you couple this monkeypox outbreak that we're having on top of the fact that we are still dealing with COVID-19, that is what's got people in the frizzy, and that is what really has a lot of people asking a question, are we actually prepared if it really, really turns up, right? And again, we'll be answering that question kind of throughout uh, today's discussion here. And I want to kind of note, right, and I think it's extremely important because this is a question that I've had to answer a lot. The outbreak of monkeypox, as far as the origination, what occurred for the 2022 version is that they started noticing um, uh, individuals, in particular gay men, um, in Spain and Europe who were coming with this, you know, disfiguring skin lesions. And they're like, what is this here? Because again, it's they're like, I don't know where it's coming from. Um, and then they were able to trace it back from travel history that, hey, looks like they all seem to have traveled around the West Africa, Central Africa area. And then now they brought it to Spain. They brought it to Belgium in particular. And what unfortunately, and because, and we're, we'll talk about anchor bias in a little bit, what unfortunately has occurred is that now there's been this meet this attachment by the general public that wants to kind of attach this disease to gay men. And I can tell you that is 100% wrong for uh, lots of different reasons, right? But when we, if you happen to catch uh, the, the episode I did, you know that the route of contact is really direct contact or respiratory droplets. And I'll say respiratory droplets because I don't want people to confuse it with the COVID because COVID is an airborne disease, meaning I could be talking you know, you know, just talking in ways, letting my COVID air out. And then I can leave the room and then someone can come behind me. And if I have enough active uh, uh, viral cells in the air, they can get it. That does not happen with uh, monkeypox. What happens with monkeypox is if I'm talking to you directly, like face to face, and maybe I have a little spittle come out of my mouth and it lands on you, that is the way you can get it. And by get on you, it's it, it typically has to enter either the oral mucosa or respiratory mucosa. So just because it lands on your skin, that's not enough. And, and I think that's important, especially when we're talking about, like, how does this thing spread, right? It's not enough for it to just kind of land on your skin unless there's like a break in your skin that it's able to get through, right? Your skin is typically enough to kind of hold it in. But if there's a break in your skin, uh, problems arise. But kind of that being said, now what's occurred is that now 
a lot of people are trying to attribute like, oh, this disease is only for gay men. And they did the same thing with COVID. In fact, they did the same thing with AIDS as well, too, right? Where they try to attribute a disease to only a certain population. And they say, all right, if only a certain population gets it, I don't need to worry about it. Again, I am here to tell you, please listen. Like, you do not have to be a gay man to get monkeypox. Like, let's be, let's be clear with ourselves. You do not have to be a gay man to get monkeypox. That is, that is not the case. It is really all about how do you get it? Is it direct contact? Is it through touching the clothes of people who have open sores and fluid body? Like, it has to be some type of direct transfer for you to get it from one person to the other, right? So let's please, if you even hear it, because again, if, especially if you, even if you Google it now, you're going to see Google sites that keep talking about like, oh, predominance in gay men, predominance in gay men. That is not the case. What occurred is that the first time they recognized that this outbreak was an issue, it just happened to be at uh, men who attended a rave, right, in Spain and Belgium, right, who happened to be gay. That's, again, just more coincidence than causation, uh, more than anything else, right? Let me make sure we don't have anything else I want to uh, touch on. Again, signs and symptoms, um, I definitely suggest kind of following up with uh, you know, the, the recent episode where I kind of mentioned it, uh, but I will say just kind of short and sweet, uh, the symptoms usually last about two to four weeks. They are usually self-limiting, but in that two to four weeks, you can become a uh, what we call a super spreader. You can spread it out to as many people who come in contact with you and have that ability to transfer it to you as well. So definitely something we want to be wary uh, of and cautious of um, as we move forward. So I want to I want to kind of I'm gonna go to my TikTok page, right? Reason why I want to go to my TikTok page is because I want you guys to kind of see what kind of happened, what kind of led us uh, to me having to talk about monkeypox. Like, mind you, I, I did not think I was gonna have to do any type of like I did the one or two. I might have two videos on monkeypox, just kind of like, oh, here it is, and they kept it moving. But unfortunately, as the numbers turned up and then as more questions arose, it just kind of went uh you know to, to wildfire right so give me a second here let's uh let's get on our let's get on this tiktok page again i suggest you follow me on tiktok would be much appreciated uh let's get here all right so the video in fact let me let me big myself up real quick just before we start so the video i'm gonna play is a response to a scenario that a, a good tiktoker i follow um, came up when he said, like, hey, if the United States, right, if there is an outbreak in the United States, how long would it take for the United States to be overran? I can be honest, I told, I said about two weeks, right, especially because I seen how y'all did with COVID. It would probably take about two weeks for the whole, you know, United States to be overrun. And I, because I just think that's how it is, right, as far as for, especially for a zombie apocalypse, like that's actually what was the video. In fact, you know, let's, we'll watch that video and then we'll kind of go uh, to the subsequent videos as well. Give me a second here. Let's watch. We'll go to that video just so you can get an idea. Oh, here I go. When the apocalypse broke out, how long do you think it would take for the United States to get up out the paint? Uh, probably say two weeks to a month. So let's just cut it three weeks, right? Only reason why I even stretch a little bit longer than you is because I feel like like it would take us a while to get to those rural areas. But once we get to them, it's completely over. Because 
we have already seen that there is a significant amount of this population that is totally going to go against whatever we say. So if we say, hey, you know, wear your mask, if we say cover your eye, if we say do anything, they are 100% going to do the opposite. They've already proven that. They've already proven that the United States is not surviving a zombie apocalypse where we have to work together. Ain't happening whatsoever. So I give it about three weeks before we are completely up out of there. If a zombie apocalypse broke out. All right. So, again, that that video was just kind of highlighting, again, a theoretical scenario that if a zombie apocalypse hit us, how long would the United States be out of there? And you saw my explanation. I give it three weeks. If you think it's more or less, drop it in the comments. I'd I'd love to hear it, but I don't trust the United States uh, whatsoever. So this kind of and what after that video, it led to someone asking me a question that I thought it was actually a pretty good question um, as far as, you know, COVID-19 and, you know, our response to it. Right. right. So again, I, I'm with you. Right? I, well, I should say I was with you with this thought process because with COVID, you know, you didn't you couldn't tell a person had COVID. So it was easy to hide it. And I figured, man, if you could just like, if a COVID just like lit you up green, like people would be more concerned about it. Now, as we speak on Al Gore's internet, like monkeypox is like doing this little thing over here in this country. And I'm already seeing people already shoo-shooing like this, like concern for monkeypox. Like, I oh, we shouldn't be stressing monkeypox. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not falling for it. This is what people are saying. I'm, and we, we know the people. I'm not falling for the monkey pots. And like, I won't, I won't like hurt your eyes here, but like have someone Google what a person looks like when they get monkey pots and still they're denying it. So I don't know, like we're, we're bad over here. So again, I, I'm with you, right? I, well, I should. So again, let me get on to, oh, you know what? I don't think y'all, y'all can even see that. I, sorry, I apologize about that. Well, let me let me let me let me play that again so y'all can actually see what I said. I was with you. What's up, Bianca? Right. So I again, I I'm with you, right? I well, I should say I was with you with this thought process because with COVID, you know, you didn't you couldn't tell a person had COVID, so it was easy to hide it. And I figured, man, if you could just like if it COVID just like lit you up green, like people would be more concerned about it. Now, as we speak on Al Gore's internet, like monkeypox is like doing this little thing over here in this country. And I'm already seeing people already shoo-shooing like this, like concern for monkeypox. Like, oh, we shouldn't be stressing monkeypox. I'm not falling for it. This is what people are saying. I'm, and we, we know the people. I'm not falling for the monkeypox. And like, I won't, I won't like hurt your eyes here, but like, have someone Google what a person looks like when they get monkeypox, and still they're denying it. So I don't know. Like we're we're mad over here. Again, I'm with you. So again, that again that that video. And give me let me stop my share. All right. So again, that video was just me kind of responding, right? Because the question was. Like, yes, the zombie apocalypse would take us out of three weeks. But, like, do you think we would have taken a more serious approach to COVID if COVID left you disfigured, right? That was, I mean, it was a perfect lead-in question. You would have thought I paid her to ask that question. It was a perfect lead-in question. And I said, yeah, I think if, I said, I, I would have thought yes, right? I would have thought that, yes, if 
COVID would have caused you to be disfigured on the face, on the body, on the skin. Do I think more people would have paid any mind before COVID hit? 100%. But because of the rationale that I've seen from people who know that COVID is a severe disease, and this is before we had vaccinations and boosters and protection before all of that, and people were still fighting to for their right to get COVID. Once I saw that was occurring, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't, I can't, I did not, I cannot and will not put much onus um, in this country as far as wanting to not only protect themselves, but protect others. And I kind of, again, it was just more of a foreshadowing. I say, hey, by the way, as we're talking about disfiguring diseases, monkeypox is kind of doing its thing. And I think that from there, it just kind of took off. I think I ended up having to do maybe like 10 different videos on monkeypox and the spread of monkeypox and, you know, like getting like occupations associated with monkeypox. Like even like we didn't talk, I didn't even talk about vaccines. I actually have to do one on vaccines, but like it got so severe because now as we're talking every single day, numbers rise, right? In fact, I have a video where I mentioned the number of cases of monkeypox. And even since then, and that video was getting less than three days old and that, and that number has been outdated. Um, again, let's just uh, go back to what I just want to show you. And one of my videos ended up getting about, I think about 70,000 different views, right? Like it was, it was just one of, and it was a, a significant fanfare, right? And this was, the question was the spread of others, uh, monkeypox in that regards. thing is touch right so either you are touching a, a rash you come in contact with a rash or a scab very close contact you're in touch with clothes that of people who have their rash or scab or even some bodily fluids from the you know like a pus or something like that you know you know there's respiratory secretions as well like someone's talking someone's kissing someone may you know when we talk we accidentally spit on each other right that can now i'm not when i say respiratory secretions do not confuse it with covid where i could be talking leave the room and it just kind of remains in the air that's not the case right usually direct respiratory secretions um we know uh, mother to fetus via placenta can also spread it as well but you see how i did not mention like vaginal fluids or semen like there's no cases reported that show that that's how it got transmitted so this is a great point again because when we talk about monkeypox and how it's transmitted to others the big and and again that's just again going back to kind of that theme of like now there's a certain level of importance attached to knowing about monkeypox, right? And I even have people asking me about vaccinations associated with monkeypox, which we can definitely answer uh, before we get out of here. But I, I don't, and again, it, it's just one of those things where, and obviously the big question is like, hey, could we even handle a monkeypox outbreak? Like, Yes, I do. I do think we can handle it for several different reasons, but it has nothing to do with us, right? It has more to do with monkeypox and more importantly, the strain we happen to be dealing with. The strain we happen to be dealing with is a milder strain. And fortunately, a lot of people are getting it, but we're not, ta we're not talking about numbers of deaths. The severe strain uh, that's out there associated with the monkeypox has a uh, mortality rate between one to 10%. So we're not dealing with something that significant 
but it is concerning, right? Especially if you are a child, because monkeypox seems to affect child and cause children more with more serious, uh, significant complications, much more. And who touches more, who touches themselves, who puts their hands in their mouths, who rubs their eyes more than kids, right? So if one kid gets it and is able to do their thing, you know, it can like spread like wildfire, right? So a concern for sure. But as we as we're moving forward, and let's check, let's check the CDC site just so you can kind of see how your state happens to be doing as far as monkeypox is concerned. And again, I did a video on TikTok where I kind of mentioned that at the time, I think there were about eleven hundred cases of monkeypox. And you know. Right now, let's first of all, let's look at the state. So the states in gray, right, are the states where we do not have a, a monkeypox uh, actually being confirmed yet, right? So the states in gray is the states where we do not have monkeypox being confirmed. Um, again, we can go Alabama, uh, Arizona is there. California has 177. Florida, of course, has 226. Illinois has 230. Uh, New York has 830 cases, Pennsylvania, 58, Texas of 61, Virginia, 40, Washington, uh, 53, right? And that, right, at least at the time um, I'm recording this, this is what, two, two o'clock today, 2,400 cases uh, associated uh, with monkeypox, right? Like, again, just let's just take a look at the state maps to see. And I can really honestly assure you that uh, Mississippi and Maine and, you know, is this, who is, this? is this from Vermont, Montana, Wyoming? We just haven't gotten to a chance to diagnose them yet, but I'm almost sure there's cases there too, right? Because again, like, again, Alaska as well too. I'm pretty sure there's cases over there that we just haven't got to um, in, in that regards, right? So this is what we're dealing with, y'all. We're dealing with a disease uh, that's here. Like it's, it's, and the reason why, even though, again, we're only saying 200, let me, let me big myself up again. Um, again, we're only talking about 2,400 plus cases, right? There's a lot of people in the United States, right? So again, I'm not telling everyone to run for the hills, but the problem is, is we're dealing with 2,400 cases that we're used to not having to deal with at all, right? This is why a little bit of panic is going on. This is why a little bit of concern is going on. And more importantly, because of what these patients look like, especially the skin uh, disfiguring lesions that can be not only on your face, on your arms, on your stomach, on your back, right? Like the, because of the way those lesions look and the fact that I can tell from a mile away, hey, something is wrong with this person, right? People are very concerned, right? I have people saying that they're going back to wearing gloves. I have people saying that they're going back to bringing out the hand wipes. I have people saying they're going back to wearing masks. Hey, first of all, you're not going to hear any objection from me for people who want to go back and do that, right? You're not going to hear any objection from me whatsoever, right? It's just one of those things where, like, yes, we are going to have to deal with it. We have we have treatment. Again, tr from a tr there is no... And again, I want to say treatment. I want to let, let me let me kind of reverse back. There is no definitive treatment for monkeypox. There is none. If you get monkeypox, you got it, right? And what we can just say to you is, hey, you need about two to four weeks of you staying to yourself. 
Like, get away from everybody. And not only do we need the, we need you to get away from everybody, we don't want people touching your clothes. I don't want you touching anybody, no hand holding, no nothing, right? You stay, and like, when we talk about isolation, yes, like, send them in, if you can, it's not, not, everyone's not able, if you can, send them to that back room and tell them don't come out, tell them we'll bring the food to them, tell them don't touch nothing, because we already have, and especially when we talk about this sense of touch, we already have studies that show that patients who are diagnosed with monkeypox, when they started swabbing their rooms, the monkeypox was everywhere, right? It was on the door handles, it was on the bed sheets, it was on the pillowcases, it was in the bathroom, it was everywhere. So no, this is not a disease that you can kind of stay in a cocoon and kind of chill with, right? That ain't going to happen. It's just one of those things where like we have to be, again, I, I and I'm not, and I don't want to be an alarmist, right? I ain't an alarmist here, right? Again, I know, I know. What someone in the, the social media stratosphere is going to say, it's only 2,400 cases. But remember, they said the same thing about COVID. Usually those same people who would be like, it's only, also said it was only when we talk about COVID. And as we know, COVID has killed in the past two plus two and a half years, a million people, right? But those same people will still say it's only killed two uh, a million people, even though 500, you know, 60 like million got it right. It's only like those same people we stay away from, right? I, like, I don't care if it's only right 2,400 people. I don't want to be the one. I don't want my family members to be the one. I don't want my friends to be the one. And I don't want anyone in the lunch learn community or anyone who happens to uh, come across this video also be the one, right? Like, that's just is what it is, right? And we, we have some things that we have to work on. So treatment-wise, again, first of all, stay away from people who you suspect uh, may have monkeypox. We know these these lesions are very, are very, um, um, you know, picturesque in terms of like if you see something that looks like that. Like I'm not a dermatologist, but I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look good, and I think you may have it, right? And and when we talk about, especially when I talk about how the number of cases are definitely underreported, because we were so because monkeypox is so new to this country, we didn't even have the testing facilities in all of the states to even test for it, y'all. Like, that's how bad it used to be before. Like, let's, I'm in the state of Florida, right? So we get a lot of international travel here, right? So if someone, you know, goes to the hospital and they're like, wow, this doesn't, like, we would send that test out and it would go out of state, right? And someone out of state would have to test it. But because of this outbreak that's occurring, the CDC actually had to equip facilities and laboratories across the country the ability to test it, right? Because that wasn't an everyday thing. And when we talk about um, now that you can test it, now that the numbers are going up. So the I'm, I'm recording this, what, this is the 21st, right? If we come back to the same video a month ago, month from now, I can assure you 2,400 cases is not going to be that. It's nowhere going to be close to where it's at, right? Am I telling you it's going to be, you know, 20,000 uh, by next month? I'm hoping not, right? I hope not, um, but it definitely won't be close to 2,400, right? Because now that we can test more, we're going to, and now that we, and people are afraid, um, people are doing those same things that they were doing before, right? They're skipping lines to get the vaccine, um, which again is, is FDA, I know, I know I'm, I'm going to get this question. Uh, yes, we have an FDA approved vaccine for smallpox 
um, that we know is 85% successful in preventing you from getting monkeypox. And you might be saying, Dr. Barry, like you just you were talking about monkeypox. Why are you telling me about a vaccine for smallpox? It's because the vaccine for small, because monkeypox and smallpox are, are relatively in the same family, right? Treating monkey, treating smallpox will also treat monkeypox. Now, let me put my conspiracy hat on, right? And obviously, you you guys know, especially if you're in the lunch learning community, you guys know that I have to deal with anti-vaxxing community. Like, I've been dealing with for since, really, you know, well, my daughter's autistic, right? So I've been dealing with them for as long as I can remember. But more important, especially in the recent time with this COVID-19, right? We have a lot, there's a lot of people, um, and again, uh, being anti-vax is not just a U.S. thing, right? We have a lot of people who are walking around not getting the vaccines that they were supposed to get. A lot of people, right? In fact, I saw an article today. I was gonna, t- I, I'll probably do a TikTok on it. I'm not gonna do a real physician racks. Like we had, we just had our first case of polio in like a decade, y'all. Polio, a disease that we essentially eradicated with vaccines, has now popped his ugly head. Why? Because the anti-vax movement is so, so dense in the head, right? That they're now bringing back diseases that we got rid of with vaccines. Like, I want y'all to think about that. Vax diseases that we got rid of, right, are now making a, uh, a U-turn back, right? Because we have significant populations who are not vaccinating themselves, not vaccinating their kids, and now it's here to flourish, right? So yes, we have our uh, first case of di- diagnosed case of polio in like a decade, right? Like this is again, and I, I, I'm not going to put this monkeypox outbreak on the anti-vaxxers. I ain't gonna do that, even though that's something that they would probably do. I'm not gonna do that. I will say that, man, it's mad convenient that when this anti-vax movement comes up, all of a sudden we're having outbreaks of diseases. Again, because smallpox, another disease we pretty much eradicated. Shout out to science. Um, That's making its way back as well because people are not vaccinated, not vaccinating their kids. And boom, all of a sudden you got smallpox. So that, that's why, again, I, 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 when I go back to my video, I give this country three weeks. Right. If a zombie apocalypse happens right now. And again, if you're watching this, I want you to drop it in the comments. How long you think the U.S. 90 states will last? I I only give us three weeks because we have already shown that not only do we not care for science, we don't care for intelligence. We don't care for our fellow uh, citizens. We we, we've already shown that. Right. So, again, it's not shocking. It's not surprising. And when I see this outbreak occur, uh, of a disease that typically is focused on a, cent- a central area. And now it's a part of this country because, again, a lot of people are probably walking around here not vaccinated or not boosted like they uh, officially should be. Like, I, we don't really have anyone to blame. Again, we're not putting, again, we're not putting one plus one. It's just a question that I have, right? And I, I'm actually going to have a virologist. Um, I, I follow my TikTok. A virologist uh, actually is his uh, his title and his at name is neighborhood virologist. So I'm gonna have him uh, come on the show to talk about uh, this virology related stuff. But I'm definitely gonna ask him that question because you know I think it's something we really need to think about, y'all. So again, I'm your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I appreciate you. Appreciate you for um, you know catching this week's. Uh, Real Physician Reacts, right? Again, we're talking about monkeypox. We're talking about outbreaks. We're talking about, is the U.S. ready? Um, I think 
we better be fortunate enough that one, this strain is a weaker strain. Two, this is a self-limiting disease. So it's really, again, by two to four weeks, as long as you isolate yourself, like you should, we should, be, I, I say you, we should be okay as long as you isolate yourself. But again, protect yourself, especially because we know if you're going to have a complication, it's either because you're very ill or you're very young. You know, again, deja vu, COVID, very ill, very young, complications could occur. Monkeypox, very ill, very young, complications could occur. And even if you're sitting here, you're 30 and you're, you you got all the health in the world and you're like, I don't care. I, I'm, I don't, I'm, nothing's going to happen to me, right? We have to think about those on the, the end spectrums, right? Who could be much more significantly affected from a disease like this, right? So again, I am here truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. I'm going to see you guys next week.